What up? Stoochcast 63, protector of the yins. And uh, it's your host with the most, Andy Stoochel. Did you see that game? Of course you saw that game. It was miserable today. What else were you going to do besides watch that Steeler game? I, on the opening kickoff, when Boswell slipped, uh, I just knew, thought, and we, I, any of you would have thought, Trap game. Trap game. This is a trap game. Just right off the bat, Boswell slipping, kicking the butt. It's like, oh, God, here we go. The, the offense was just dead the entire first half. There was nothing going. They were shut out the first half. It just felt like deja vu with Jacksonville again. It's just this team. Like, you can't beat them. The quarter, their quarterback sucks. It's like they got, you know, kryptonite. They were just running the ball over the play. They had like a hundred, you know, some rushing yards in the first half. Ben, I saw that Ben was like three for twelve at one point. He had three interceptions. It all looked bleak. Just you know, nothing was going on offense. Constant three and outs. Defense shutting down the Steelers. Although you got to give credit to the Steelers' defense. They were allowing rushing yards, but they never, you know, they only allowed field goals those three possessions. The Jaguars actually had a decent quarterback. It, sh- it should have been like 21-0 that first half. Game over. But because Blake Bortles is the quarterback, it was only 9-0 during that first half. And then Ben made another bad mistake. Ben should have thrown like five interceptions. <laughs> should have been a five-interception game for Big Ben. But... um. I think two of those were taken away for penalties. One was like it was uh, the roughing the passer when the guy put his body weight right on Ben while sacking him, and he threw an interception there. And then another one is when he threw towards the end zone there, and uh, our boy Switzer got messed up by you know somebody was holding him, so they called that back. But it was just a bad game for Ben until the end, until the very until the fourth quarter when he had to show up, and he did, and that Jalen Ramsey. Whatever his name is. Yeah, he had two picks, but, uh, you know, was getting burned a little bit there. Got burned by AB for that 78-yard TD run, right? Looked like it. Looked like it. AB was right up at 78 yards. Where was Ramsey then? Where was he then? Getting burned by Juju. Running to the sideline on that last drive. Where was he then? Yeah, he had two picks, but where were you when it mattered? That's why Jacksonville's a losing franchise. And playing a team like the Steelers and beating them, that's like your Super Bowl. It's true. It's true. But um that's definitely a big game, I think, for the team psychologically, because it's it's one of those trap games and you go in there knowing this could be a trap game, and you're playing like, oh god, this is a trap game, and we screwed these games up or against a mediocre team a bad team, and we're losing. And then you came back to win. Would it pretty much look like you were out? Because Jacksonville was just using classic Smash Mouth-style football. Placed in G defense, run the ball. They were up 16 nothing. They were probably thinking, all right, if we could get out of here, you know, 19-7, something like that, we can win. But you can't win with that in the NFL nowadays. You got to score 20 points. You got to put 20 points or more up on the board, at least – 
at least. You need at least 20 points. You probably need like 30 some in some cases, but they couldn't get it done. Juju was the man, made some great possession catches. AB, obviously, the 78-yard TD. Uh, James Conner dropped some, he dropped some balls there. He dropped the ball on fourth down, which would have been a first down. And then he dropped another one, which would have been a touchdown towards the end of the game. So not doing well in the receiving department there. But who cares? You won the game, but you got to work on catching the ball this week. Dude, I saw on that play, he just, he totally looked towards the end zone instead of finishing looking at the ball to complete the catch there. And I, you know, you just can't do that. You lose focus there. That's me saying that. I'm an expert on all things football. I'm watching this game right now, Sunday night. The Bears are up 14-3. to So the Bears got this quarterback named Mitch. I'm totally going off topic. And then they got uh, Kirk Cousins there in Minnesota. I don't know who's uh, another turn. Every time I look at the screen, there's a turnover. I like the two times I've looked at the screen to watch football. I've saw I've seen two interceptions, and then now I've seen. I believe I've seen a fumble. <sighs> Crazy night. I've seen turnovers all day today. Three from Big Ben until it mattered most. I when Ben dived to get that touchdown. I haven't seen him dive like that since uh, Super Bowl extra large. Wah, wah. Get that reference? I don't think you know. But, um, yeah, it's a huge win. And now you're up against Denver next week. And uh, I was looking at Denver, Denver's team. Denver's pretty, like, average at everything. Like, I was looking at their offensive rankings. They're like, here, I'll pull it up. Yeah, they're like, I don't know if this includes the, you know, the last game included, but in terms of points scored, they're 19th. Your overall yards, they're 12th. They're 8th in rushing. They're 15th in passing on offense. On defense, they're 14th in points allowed, 22nd in yards allowed, 19th in passing yards allowed, and then close to last in rushing yards. So they don't have a good run. They're like average, but they don't have a good running defense. Uh, I'm looking at their team as a whole. Case Keenum only got, he only has like 11 touchdowns in 10 games. That doesn't cut it in today's NFL. But, um, you know, there's some things to be aware of here when the Steelers do play the Broncos coming up. Yeah, 11 touchdowns to 10 picks. That just don't cut it in today's NFL. That's pretty mediocre. Um, they got this dude named Phillip at running back. His name's Philip Lindsay. So he's got two first names as a full name. And uh he's actually not that bad. He's pretty good. He's got uh he's averaging five point five yards a carry, six hundred and seventy yards. He's on pace for a thousand yard season. And uh yeah, that's definitely uh somebody to watch out for. Um Yeah, watch out for that running attack. I think looking at all these Yards per attempt, averages, whatnot. It looks like they seem to average five yards a carry rushing. So, you know, Steelers got to do better at stopping the run. Um, in terms of receiving, they got Emmanuel Sanders, former Steeler. He's their main possession guy. 60 catches, 763 yards, 
on pace for you know 1200 yards probably because it's been 10 games so now you can like divide everything by 10 and kind of get like the yards per game and uh you know multiply i don't know i'm i like math so you know you won't get it but um and then on defense von miller's a beast obviously you got 10 sacks already in 10 games and then they got this dude named bradley chubb who i believe is a rookie he got nine sacks so you got two guys that you know almost averaging a sack a game between the two you got to watch out for that and uh other than that i don't know i mean you pick the steelers you pick the steelers to win this game i think just with the momentum you got a six game six game winning streak now you're stacking wins i think that you get a huge adrenaline shot from beating the jaguars the Broncos aren't really a rival team. There really is no beef between Pittsburgh and Denver. I mean, like, can you think of anything? Is there beef really between Pittsburgh? When was the last time we played the Broncos? I don't even remember. Could be could have been last year, but I, I see I just don't I don't recall any beefs that we really have with the Broncos. So it's you know, and they're an average team. They're a developing team, but they're in a division with uh the Chargers and the Chiefs, I mean, you know, there's, you know, they know they're not going anywhere. They know there's a year in progress. But looking at the team, man, their team isn't bad. It's a good young team, you know. So, see where it goes. But, um, got to be vigilant going into Mile High Stadium next Sunday. But it's definitely winnable. I just think, yeah, we just got the better quarterback, the better running back, the better receivers. Uh, the defenses are pretty much similar, but it's a game about scoring, and you know Steelers just got the better offense. Like Denver's defense is not nothing to really run home about, and the Steelers, they get, Steelers get about you know three four sacks a game. That's what it's all about getting pressure. I think the Broncos are up there in sacks too. No, they only got thirty one, so it's like one. Steelers got thirty seven sacks. So. I'm just reading a bunch of bullshit. Let me see what the Steelers got. All right, 425 game, Broncos Stadium at Mile High. Are you ready? Let me see here. So the Steelers average 29.9 points per game. That's uh, pretty good. You get sacks on the Steelers. T.J. Watt, our guy, he got 10 sacks. He's going to be a pro bowler with that those numbers. But Dupree, four and a half. Eh, that's better. Hargrave got five sacks. Vince Williams, three and a half sacks. Hayward, 5.5 sacks. So they got like guys that can pile up sacks. Especially Hayward. Hayward's good. He'll probably finish with like eight or nine sacks. He's a beast. Um, I don't think Tuit played today, which really hurt the Steelers, I think, early on. Tuit's a beast. And, uh, you know, him clogging those gaps, you know, you just need it's, – it's about – dude, it's about Tuit and Hayward, you know. They get that push up front. That's how it develops for those linebackers to make plays. And uh, they really did miss Tuit at the beginning there. We're taking huge advantage of, uh, of that, the Jaguars. But it doesn't matter because the Steelers won – the game is over, and uh, we move on, and Jaguars aren't going to the playoffs. So, um, what do we got coming up? 
Oh man, it's almost 12 minutes. This will probably be like, I don't know, 15, 20 minute podcast. If I can get it there. So, the future schedule is looking, uh... Alright, so you got seven wins, two losses, and a tie. Let me see here. Alright, so you play the Bron... You're at Denver. Then the Chargers come here. And then you're at Oakland. Ideally, I'd like to see you beat Denver, because Denver's the average. And the Chargers come into pit. I feel like a guy like Phillip Rivers and the Chargers, the Steelers kind of have their number. San Diego isn't really, like, a threat. The Chargers, I don't know. I just, the L.A. Chargers. San Diego. I said San Diego. The L.A. Chargers. They moved them. Um... Yeah, they got Phillip Rivers and everything, but Phillip Rivers just isn't a winner. He's not a he's just not a winner. He can't win. So that's a primetime game. 820. Them coming to Pittsburgh. I see the Steelers winning that. So you see the Steelers win the next two. Now Oakland. Oh boy. That's could be a trap game. That could be a trap game. You go in there nine, two, and one. You go to Oakland, you feel cocky, you go to Oakland. When, when are you ever in Oakland? Uh, every blue moon. Like, Oakland's always bad every year. And, and Oakland always plays the Steelers tough. They, you know, it's like those old games from the 70s. The Oakland-Steelers rivalry. So, you know, blue-collar battle. But um, you got to watch out for that. And then you got the New England game. New England at Steelers. And then Steelers go to New Orleans. Whom I watched New Orleans today, man. They were murdering the Eagles. It wasn't even funny. It was not even funny. How many points did the Saints score? They scored 48. My God. It was just... They couldn't stop them. It was kind of like what the Steelers did to Carolina like a week ago. The Saints looked really good. They're nine and one. Their offense just rolls. It's in. They just go down the field on people, and everybody's good on there. Mark Ingram, Kamara, Thomas. They they got a quarterback that's like a slash player. They got they got everybody on there, man. They're they're killing it. You gotta watch out for the Saints. Could it be Saints Chiefs Super Bowl? I don't know. We'll see. New England. They had a bye this week. Um. We'll see how they were. Gronk's been hurt. They might New England might be done. They could be gassing out, but we never know. I mean, we'll f- find out by then. But you know, really, just looking ahead in the schedule, uh, you want to beat Denver, get to win eight, uh, beat the char- Chargers. That pit, beat the Chargers there. You get you know nine wins. Oakland beat them. You get your ten wins. And then by then, you know, the last three games, those are going to be big games. I want to see what the Bengals have done. Let me look up AFC North. The Bengals come here last game of the year, but again, the Steelers just own the Bengals. Oh, see, our division's average. The Ravens are 5-5. Five and five. The Bengals are 5-5. Five and five. The Bengals have allowed 31 points per game. That's bad. 
Um, yeah, the Bengals' defense is awful. The Ravens' defense isn't bad, but they just... I don't know. Like, the Ravens should be better than what their record is. Like, points score. They've scored almost 24 points per game. They've only allowed 18 points per game. They, so they should be better than 5-5. Five five. But they're not, so we'll take that. And, you know, play them the rest of the season, so... That's weird. All the divisional games are pretty much done. You just got that second one against the Bengals. That's, like, weird how they did that. They had all those divisional games done for the Steelers so early in the season. Like, yeah, that's weird. Like, you had you had five division games in your first eight games. Five of them were division games. Yeah, Cleveland, Baltimore. Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore. They have like five in the first eight. That's weird. I'm just thinking about that. Yeah. That usually never happens. Whatever. Take it as it comes. And, uh, yeah. I mean, all you can really do, what's this? I'm just talking over myself at this point. All you can really do is, um, Going to Denver and kill it. Now it's time to read emails. Doot, boop, boop, boop. You can email the podcast, stoochcast at gmail.com. That's S-T-U-C-H-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. S-T-U-C-H-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. I almost forgot you how to spell that for a second but um because i'm tired all right i got a lot of jokes here and some of this isn't even in order so i can't all right what's this one here an irishman and a mormon are sitting next to each other on a plane after the flight was airborne their drink orders were taken the irishman ordered whiskey which was promptly brought to him the flight Attendant then asks the Mormon if he would like a drink. He replies in disgust, I'd rather be savagely raped by a dozen whores than let liquor touch my lips. The Irishman then handed his drink back to the flight attendant and said, Me too. I didn't know he had that choice. (laughs) Man, the goofballs that send these jokes to this podcast, man. Something else. But I support them all the same. Here's another one. Unpopular opinion. Linguine Alfredo is not brought into bedroom activities enough. That is very true. I agree with that. But doesn't it that? Wait a minute. Doesn't that doesn't that come out of something? Some orifice? I don't know. Uh, let's see here. I can't. See, I've opened all these emails, and I don't even know which joke's, like, the most recent. Um. That actually might be it. So that's the Stoochcast for this week. Thanks for the emails. I'm, uh, this is the last chance. Thanksgiving's coming up this week. Oh, yes, I forgot to talk about Thanksgiving. Can you believe it's Thanksgiving already? Where has this year gone? 
I'm gonna. It's gonna be Wednesday soon enough. It'll be Wednesday night. I'll be at my local bar. I'll see people from high school. I still live, you know, at home. <laughs> Trying to uh, come up with my path in life. It's incredible. What a time to be alive. What do they say? No one likes you when you're 23. I think in a way, in a way that's kind of, in a way that's kind of true because it's like you're too old for like college shit. You know, it's like you're too old for that scene, but you're still too young for like a lot of adult stuff. They still look at you as the kid, the new guy, and it's like you kind of just have to sit and wait your turn because like no older person's gonna listen to you. Because you're 23. Nobody's going to listen to you when you're... You know what I mean? No adult's going to really listen to you when you're 23. You know, to really become, like, a leader in anything, you're usually in your mid-30s at least, you know, when they start to promote you for shit. It's like, you know what I mean? With age comes experience, wisdom. You know what I mean? Like, people kind of respect their, you you know, their elder. I mean, it's kind of like a secret code i mean you may not like them but it's like when you're face to face with them you know what i'm saying like you'll talk shit you'll talk shit about somebody you don't like but you won't do it like right to their face you know you know what i mean like say, like say you don't like your boss or something like that you'll talk shit about them behind their back but you won't do it to their face you know what i mean it's like when you're young it's like no you know nobody gives a shit they'll say right to you it's like all right like shut up kid you know they'll just you know what i mean it's like right in your face in front of other people it's, I guess I guess what's different is I guess when you're older it's like people just will talk shit behind your back more than like at you whereas I feel like if you're a young kid it's you know you're trying to I don't even know where I'm getting out with this and this has nothing to do with anything I'm going through it's just like a, I don't know just observation you know what I mean like Like, it goes down to nobody really likes you when you're 23. Nobody really does. And it's, like, it's hard to get, like, respect. You know what I mean? Like, people respect you enough they won't talk, they won't say something to your face. You know what I mean? Especially if you're, like, a boss or something like that. No one wants to get on your bad side. Like, behind your back, it's different. But it's, like, when you're 23, it's kind of, like, Nobody cares. Like, you know what I mean? You have no clout or, like, standing in any business. You're, like, in an entry-level position or something like that. It's, like, people just definitely say, do this. And then they'll be like, oh, you, be- you know, you better get this done or else, you know, you're canned. Or they'll let you know, like, right away, like, about, I don't know. So it's, you know, my advice to my listeners is to uh, save your money, have fun, uh, you know, just stay busy, stay working. Who wants to, like, not, you know, who wants to not do anything Monday through Friday? I have something to do. Just have a day off here and there, but, you know, I usually spend my days off just going to the gym or watching a show, brewing beer, all that good stuff. So that's the podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, cast 63 everybody have a great week everybody have a great Thanksgiving I'm excited for it I love Thanksgiving I think it might be like my favorite holiday I like that it's on a Thursday because sometimes you get Christmas on like a weekend date
and that sucks. Cause like I like Christmas to be during the week, but I like it. Thanksgiving on a Thursday is awesome because the day before Wednesday is usually like a half day, so it's like automatic short week. You know, you get a half day from work or something like you leave a little bit early, and then you're off that Thursday. Usually off that Friday, so it's a nice just four day weekend. And now since the Steelers won, you go into this week feeling pretty good. You know, you feel you're feeling great because Steelers won and everything, and. uh you know, ready to go party for the holidays, and then Sunday, another game's gonna be played. Probably check out the football. I know Detroit and the Cowboys will be on. They always have the Cowboys on. I don't know. I get the Cowboys being on America's team, but I don't get Detroit being on. I don't get why that's tradition for Detroit to play football. Holy shit, Chicago's huge. That's huge. Look at that skyline. I almost thought that was New York for like a split second. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's Chicago. That is a huge skyline. I think Chicago may have the second largest skyline in the country. You know, people don't really talk about Chicago. Chicago is still a major city, but it's like, I feel like it's just not discussed as much as it is. I think it's just, it's kind of like, it seems to be like New York, L.A. New York, L.A., New York, L.A. It's like New York and L.A. Those are like the two cities that are constantly talked about. That's where all the media is at and everything. Um, And Chicago's just kind of out there in the Midwest, but it's really this huge city with like 10 million people living in this metro area, you know. I think that's enough for me. All right, I'm signing off. Everybody have a great week. Peace.